Well, welcome to Ask Away. This is a podcast for kids about the Bible. It's especially a podcast about the questions kids have about the Bible. My name is Meredith, and I am here with Riley and Peyton, my own kiddos, but I'm also here with a bunch of extra friends that I am going to introduce to you special. I'm here with Luke. Hey. I'm here with Atlas. Hello. And Gunner. Hello. And how old are you guys? Six and eight. Awesome. And I'm here with Olive. Yeah. And Junia. Hi. And how old are you ladies? I'm nine and I'm six. Wonderful. And like I said, as usual, I'm here with Riley. You want to say hi, Ry? Hi. And Riley, how old are you now? Nine and a half. Halves matter, right? I think halves are very important. Well, what we're going to do together is explore a Bible story because here on Ask Away, we care so much about the questions kids have as they hear more about who God is through the Bible. The Bible's so neat as it tells us more about who God is, but it's also kind of a strange book because it comes from so long ago. And so we are going to dive into a story together today because whatever it is that you wonder about or notice or think is weird, I hope you'll ask away. Today we're going to talk about the story of how God's family began. God had this dream that God's family would live in the world with so much love and goodness and justice and kindness that the whole world would know what God was like because of them. And the story of how this family came together begins with a man named Abram and a woman named Sarai. They were married. God asked Abram to follow and Abram said yes, setting out on a journey across the land. God also made a promise to them. And the promise was that they would have a baby. Abraham and Sarai didn't have any kids. And at the time that they lived, having kids was really important. It was valued a lot by their culture. A baby was how your family carried on and being childless at that time, it meant people kind of looked down on you. And it was kind of like, oh, well, that's too bad for them. Now, God promised them not just a baby, but that they would become a huge family, God's own family. And this family would live in a land called the promised land because God promised it. Good naming, huh? And that land would be wonderful with rivers and fruit trees and amazing good things. All right. So Abraham and Sarah, they began this journey. Oh, by the way, they got renamed. They were Abram and Sarai. And then God gave them new names, Abraham and Sarah. Abraham means father of many. They followed God. They moved where they needed to go all through the land. They lived in all these different places. But do you know what happened? So time kept going on and there was no baby. They were getting really old and there was no baby. They were getting like way too old to have a baby and there was no baby. And this is where I have a question for you all. I wonder how Abraham and Sarah felt 
when they were made a promise by God and they had been trying to trust that promise, but there was no baby. I wonder what they felt. I wonder what they thought about. Luke, what do you think? Um, I think they were feeling like um, God was lying. I think they might've felt like God was lying too. What about the rest of you? What do you think they might've thought or felt? Depressed. Depressed, that's a great one. Say more about that, Riley. I don't know. It sounds like they really wanted one. And if it's really important, then, then, they, then they would be sad if, since they didn't get one. Olive, I saw your hand. What do you think? I think that they would be mad, but also sad at the same time. Yes. I think they would definitely be feeling more than one feeling at the same time. I think you guys are right on. They are probably feeling all of those things. Well, here's what happened next. One day, Abraham talked to God and he said, and this part I'm reading you straight from the Bible. He said, sovereign Lord. Sovereign just means like over everything, like great. Sovereign Lord, what good are all your blessings when I don't even have a son? Since you've given me no children, a servant will carry on my family. He says what you guys were thinking. What good are your promises when I don't have a kid yet? And God answered and said, no, your servant will not be the person to carry on your family. You will have a son of your own who will do that. And then God took Abraham outside and he said to him, look up in the sky, count the stars if you can. That's how many people will be in your family. Now, remember when Abraham and Sarah were alive, were there any streetlights? No. Was there any like headlights on cars driving around? No. It would have been a blank starry night with nothing in the way of being able to see the whole sky. And now I have a little game for you. The first is true or false. True or false. Mm, the most stars a person without a telescope can see at night is 2,000. The answer is? The answer is true. If you do not have a telescope, and you look in a night sky, and if that night sky is very dark, the most stars you'll be able to see are 2,000 stars. Did you guys get it right? Give me a thumbs up if you guessed true as well. A couple of you did it. I would have guessed higher. I don't think I would have gotten that one right. I have one more quiz question for you about the stars. Junia, I am gonna text it to everybody, put it in the chat, and then I want for you to read it out loud. Earth is in the Mel Milky Way galaxy. Astronomers have a guess for how many stars in the Milky Way galaxy. Do you think it is 1 billion, 100 billion, or 1 trillion? Take your guess. How many stars do astronomers think are in the Milky Way galaxy? Um, 
The answer is... 100 billion. 100 billion stars in the Milky Way galaxy. But did you know it's actually hard for them to know exactly how many there are? One, because there are so many. And two, because stars um, are created and then also sometimes die in their life cycle. And so the number does change. And that is just an estimate. Their very best guess. So there are lots of stars in the sky. And God has said to Abraham, look at the stars and try to count them because your family will be that big. That's a really big promise. I am wondering what you guys think about this question. After waiting so long, how do you think Abraham felt when God said this to him? How do you think he felt after talking to God about how there hadn't been a baby? And after God says, look at the stars. Junia, what do you think? Probably, probably surprised that he's going to have that big of a family. Surprised is a great guess. Any other guesses about how he might've felt after hearing from God? Do you think he felt better than he felt before? I think he might um, think that like, should I trust him because I, because he already lied to me? I think that could be exactly how he feels. He's really still maybe not sure because it's been so long. Do you think it's easy or hard to trust God and God's promises? If you feel like it's pretty easy, why don't you touch your nose? If you feel like it's pretty hard, why don't you touch the top of your head? I've got a bit of a mix. Well, here in our group, we have a mix of answers of some people who think it's easy and some people think it's hard. And some people are pointing to both their nose and the top of their head at the same time because they feel like it is both easy and hard. Would someone be willing to raise a hand and tell me why you picked that answer? Because I would love to hear Luke, tell me. Um, I picked it because sometimes like the promises are hard to believe and sometimes they're easy. That's a great answer. Olive, why'd you pick your answer? I think it was because that um, it's the same reason what I asked last time, but also it's like, how will I have that many kids? Yeah, like how does that even work? Even if God is the one making the promise, it seems really, really big. Well, the last piece of our story today tells us exactly how Abraham did feel about this new conversation with God. He had started feeling just like you all noticed, like maybe God wasn't telling the truth or maybe God wasn't going to keep God's promise. And then God had shown him the night sky and said, I will keep my promise. Your family will be giant. And this is what it says. The Bible tells us Abraham trusted Yahweh God and God counted him as righteous because of his trust. Righteous is a big word. It means included in God's family or in a right relationship with God, belonging. Abraham was able to trust God, even though it was hard to do. And God did give him and Sarah a son. The baby's name was Isaac. And God's great big family began, just like God promised. Now we're going to stop our Bible story there, but I am going to remind you of something. Did you know that you and me and 
everybody else who knows and loves God, we're in that family. Maybe we're not related like you're related to your sister or brother or your mom or dad or your aunt and uncle, but we're family. We are in Abraham's family because of the love of God. And if we over 2,000, no, not even 2,000, this is probably more like 5,000, 6,000, I don't even know how many thousands of years later, thousands of years later, we're in the family. Does that make the family as big as the stars in the sky, do you think? I think it does. Maybe not the exact number. Maybe the family is not 100 billion people big, but it sure is huge. And we're part of it because God's love has made us a family because God keeps God's promises. But just like you all noticed, sometimes that's hard to trust. And it's okay when we feel like we're not so sure about whether God will keep God's promises to us too. God makes all kinds of promises. This promise of a baby was one of them, but God also promises to always be with us, to give us strength when things are hard, to take care of our needs. And we can trust God that God will keep their promises because we are already experiencing being part of God's family and God's love. And that's one of the things that can help us, even though it sometimes is indeed hard. That's the end of our story for today. Thank you so much for listening along. If you have a question or something you noticed, you can send it to the podcast and we'll include it in a future episode. You can do that by recording it and attaching it to an email to askwaypodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a Voxer message where there is askwaypodcast, or you can record it as a DM on Instagram to Meredith Ann Miller. And that is all for now. We hope we catch you next time. Friends who helped us with the story, will you all unmute and say bye? Bye. 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 Hey, hey, hey. Hey, go nuts. Please rate, review, and subscribe.